ותכלנו שבע שני הסובה. So it's geendig the zibn zate yuren, asher hoyu be'eretz mitzrayim. It finished those years of abundance. Vatchilenu sotch ungehoiben, sheva shnai ruav luvoi kasha umma yosef. Vayehi ruav becholu arutsus, e bechol eretz mitzrayim, hoyu lochem. Vatirav kol eretz mitzrayim. Vayitzeku omel paroi laluchem, vayoyme paroi lechol mitzrayim lechi el Yosef, asher yoyme luchem tasi. So what happened over here was that the people in Egypt had put away food. So why vatirav kol eretz mitzrayim? Why is everyone suddenly starving? Says Rashi, vatirav kol eretz mitzrayim. Sheherikiva tevi usam sheotzri. There's an art in storing food. So other than Yosef being the great advisor that you should put away food, he was the only one that actually put away food in a way that it survived. A very interesting Rasha. Al kol penayu uretz. It's what the Rasha pusik niyam vuv. So the Rasha mihain penayu uretz aili huashirim. So Rasha tells us here a secret that happened. You walk around Barapak today. There are the poor class, the middle class the rich class, and the uber-rich. This is when the economy works. Sometimes HaKadosh Baruch can make an individual rich person lose his money. We've all seen it in our lifetime. People who are uber-rich end up with nothing. But there are times when the natural form of things is that the uber-rich start crumbling. And that is when there's a ruach, when there's a hunger. In a very short time, there were no longer different classes in Egypt. Everyone belonged to one class, the hungry class. There was the Yosef, who was the only person in Mitzrayim who had the key to food, and everyone else in the city was one and the same. There is a malisa to a country in that way. Sometimes through suffering, some glimpse of greatness comes out, a reset of classes because the continuation of different classes is not healthy for any society. So now everyone has been equalized in Egypt. Everyone has now become the class of the needy. Of course, we don't want to keep it going forever. You don't want to turn it into a Russia or into North Korea. But this was for a short time, everyone experienced what it is to be on the recipient end. They were all one and the same. They all came to shul and they all worried where they're going to get the next meal from. They all went to the Nile and they all worried where they're going to get the next meal from. It was no longer Mr. A feeling good that he's giving to Mr. B. We spoke already about this in the mitzvah of tzedakah. In the mitzvah of tzedakah, there are multiple elements. Some people have to give tzedakah because when they make chasna, they need the plaques on the way into the hall. Mamish, 
you don't know, Mr. President, you're not aware of it. They need on the way into the hall, there should be multiple plaques from different organizations that they donated money. This is important for them. Some people give tzedakah because there is that feeling of superiority. I am the giver and he's the receiver. It makes me feel good. Some people even enjoy what they call in English playing God. For him I'm going to give that much and for him I'm going to give a little less and for the other person I'm going to give a little more. He enjoys that chessboard that he has control over the lives of other people subconsciously. In all these mitzvahs, I'm happy that the recipient receives the money. That's the main akidah, as long as the recipient receives the money. But we always have to remember the yisoid of the chinuch. The saifa chinuch says when you give tzedakah, don't feel that you are superior to the other person. He's the nabuch who needs, and I'm the great granter who can give. Rather, when the person asks you for money, remember that he is giving you an opportunity to become a better person. He is giving you an opportunity to exercise the middle of charity. He is actually the giver and you are the receiver. Seize the moment because he's offering you something that you wouldn't have without him. The person coming to collect is offering you a chance to give tzedakah and become a kinder person. Nimtzamamish, the opposite. Don't feel that you are superior and I am the great, great grantor of wealth and health to other people. Rather, you have to see the world as a more equal footing. This is a big yesoid. Now, for Yidin, Baruch Hashem, as we spoke yesterday, they have the Torah, they can live in that mindset. It's not an easy mindset, but it's an important mindset. Of course you should be thankful that he's rich. Nobody wants to be poor. But don't have that feeling. I'm in control of the destiny of others. It's a terrible feeling. Responsible, yes. Control, not. But in Yosef HaTzadik is dealing with the Egyptians. And there he needs a great equalizer. He needs them to sometimes feel... We're all equal, we're all the same. We're all in one big group of people that are needy. Will they become better people because of it? They could have. But we all know from Pastor Shemois that they didn't. Because this is the Yisoy, the Goy forgets to seize the moment. He goes through it and he comes out on the other side just as ugly as he went in.